what we've been doing is looking at the data and we know that police somehow manage to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country or we will restructure their function. And all right, we back. New episode. What do you do? We back. We back. We back. Funny enough, it's only three of us on today. Or four of us. Three. Three of us. Okay, you're going to the fourth person. I don't know. I can't count. Um, welcome back to a new episode. I've got Pache and Charles on. You know, we do these sure. on Zoom, so it's kind of difficult to get everyone at the same time. We have managed to get at least two other people than me, so, you know, that's progress. Um, first of all, today I want to say RIP, uh, Richard Brooks, um, Young Man. We got to stop making black people hashtags, man. This shit getting old, for real. <laughs> this shit getting real old. Well, well there's some form of justice. I don't think this is justice because he's dead and he can't come back, but his his murderer has been... Taking Joe Bunn's bar, huh? Yeah, that's Joe's bar right there. <laughs> yeah, I literally just watched the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude is dead, so the, the guy who shot him and killed him has been charged with 12 charges, felony charges, so I guess that's some form of progress. I don't know. It's just not... It doesn't feel like it's Cool. Did y'all see the video of that? Did y'all see like the video of like? I've stopped watching videos of. I, I didn't even watch the full video of Floyd's death. Um, uh, yeah. It just it fucks with me too much to like. I can't. <clears throat> so I, I, I saw I, the first half of um that uh that Wendy's one. Mm-hmm. I saw him like when they were talking to him. But I didn't yeah. see the actual uh, like. When you heard about he died, and then it comes out like a couple days later, it's like, okay, I get like he was drunk, but he was in his car, and like he was like, I'm tr- he's trying to walk home and shit. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, yeah, I know I'm fucked up. He's just trying to go home. That's crazy that the cops, man, because I know me fucked up. I'd be trying to do the same shit. That could have been black ass. Me fucked up. No, you that might have gone. That could have gone different. And it's just crazy to see shit like that. My manager—he knew he was fucked up. He was just like, "Yo, I could walk home. Like, I'm not even trying to drive." And they weren't even trying to let him do that. Like, you at that point, I feel like if you're a cop, like, yeah, like he's no—he knows he's drunk. Like, you could take him home himself. Like, he wants to go home. He's not trying to like endanger anybody's life. And it just ended differently, and that's crazy. Yeah, with that, that's what the whole. I guess I'm jumping to a different topic right now, but that's what the whole defunding police idea is coming from, is that all these emergency services have, there's no reason why we should call a cop for someone who is suicidal or drunk in his car. Like someone who's actually trained in communication and de-escalation should be handling that situation, you know, because there's no actual harm um, and maybe I'm wrong about this and I completely read some false information, but um, there's no like threat of life in that moment. And there's no reason why a cop should have his gun out in that moment. Yeah. Especially like armed police. Like we could have yeah. police, but like, isn't that how they do it in um, the UK? Like they have regular police and then they have armed police is like a, a, the next tier. Yeah. It, it, there's not a lot of people who are armed and like, there's not a lot of cops who are armed in the UK. I know um, I was actually having a conversation with Michael a couple of days ago about this and how he was telling me, like, yeah, you have to go to, like, a place like London to see that because 
I mean, London's a big city, and you know, mm-hmm. terrorist attacks are off like are things for big cities like that. But really, regularly, no, you, you, most of the cops are just not armed like that. But then again, in places like London, not everyone has a gun, so yeah, I guess that balances out that way. Either way, there's, there's no reason why a dude who fell asleep in his car should end up being shot in the back. Right. That's the fu- like he's running away and you're gonna shoot him in the back. I, I, I don't get it. But again, I also didn't watch a full video. But I also don't understand. No matter what the situation is, guilty people should not be killed. Right. Like that's not the cop's job. That's the judge's job to like sentence someone to death. Um, yeah, I was literally talking about that last week. There was another video that came out a few years ago. I forgot what the, the circumstances were that led up to it, but I don't know if they were like tussling around on the ground, but the guy had got up and got away from the cop and started running away. And the cop just instinctively just shot him in the back, like like unloaded in his back and killed him. While the dude was like sprinting away. So like, I feel like it's just like, they're like, oh damn, well, I got beat. And it's like an ego thing. Like, well, the only thing I know now to do is to stop him is just, just kill him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it's just it, I, I pray for everyone's mental health in these moments because this shit is, oof, it's tough, it's tough, and I hope people have people to talk to. Like I had, I, I had a conversation with my therapist on Monday about everything and how I'm feeling. It's like all the other shit that's happening in my life is completely irrelevant right now because I'm so fucked up over all of this, you know, and I can only imagine how families of these people are feeling you know yeah. i think i tweeted when floyd died that like yo like if some fucked up shit happens to me don't have my mom and my brothers just fucking traveling the country to make speeches and shit like i don't even think floyd's family have had time to themselves to deal with oh, all yeah. of bullshit now they got to go to capitol hill and give speeches like oh cops should not kill black people no fucking shit like why should they be the ones to have this conversation why is this a thing for them to do, you know? So I'm probably rambling all over the place about this, but yeah, just so that's the thing like, with the hashtags. Like people forget that it's an actual person behind these hashtags mm-hmm. and those people have families and loved ones. And like, it's, they're seeing their names all over Twitter and like, they don't even like, they're actually hurting, like seeing video of their loved ones getting killed or just bringing up, I mean, I, we have to talk about it, but at the same time, it's we're, it's it's easy to forget that they're actual human beings with lives and dreams and goals that are behind these hashtags that we retweet. Yeah, I, earlier this week I saw a video. I think it was a Scarface song, something like that. And George George Floyd was in the video of the song. Yeah, he was just like chilling in the back. And I was like, damn, like this guy had like a complete life that seemed fulfilled. And now he's gone. I mean, it seems like everyone's taking taking care of the family financially, but that also led me to think of all the people that this happens to that no one knows about. Mm -hmm. You know, like Chappelle's, I guess I'll segue to Chappelle's thing, but like in Chappelle's um, uh, sketch that he just put out, he mentioned... That kid that got shot, John Brooks, I think was his name, or something like that. He got shot in Ohio, but that was the same week that Freddie Gray died. So no mm-hmm. one knew about dude that died in Ohio at all. Like, that was not news. 
it was all Freddie Gray and Freddie Gray and Freddie Gray. And he got lost in the sauce, you know? And what happens to all the people that this happens to on a daily basis that they don't become, you know, national cases, they don't become loud enough for their kids to get Disney stock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, all the ones that get filed away, they get brushed on the rug. Yep. Like those lives happen all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. So with all of this that's going, it's just like and that's why I don't watch the videos or try to consume consume this too much because then my mind just goes in this rabbit hole and I'm just thinking about all the other things that could happen with it and I don't want to live that way. Even worse, you got people like Candace Owens like trying to deep uh decredit the people's names and like try to say like why you shouldn't feel that bad or why they shouldn't be a hero. Like this person just died, and like yeah. you're now, you're trying to like say like, oh well, he's a drug addict. He had all these uh, criminal charges, but that, this is someone's son that just got killed, someone's brother, cousin, loved one. Like you, they, you just forget that it's like an actual person mm-hmm. with all the social media shit. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird, but we could talk about Chappelle. Pasha, did you watch it? Yeah, I actually watched it uh, last night. At like fucking three in the morning, I was like, you know what? I'm still up. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. What'd you What'd you think? I fucked with it. Um, it's crazy. Well, it's crazy. Well, not. I didn't watch it last night, like three in the morning. I think I watched it the day before, before all the J Cole thing happened. I I fucked with it. I agree with what Chappelle said. Um, he, I mean, what can he say when the streets are loud enough? And they're speaking for us when people are out here like every day. There's protests still going on, even though there's not coverage on a lot of it for mm-hmm. whatever reason, because rioting is not going on because that's what people want to, you know, display is the negative shit instead of the actual peaceful shit that's going on. Like, we don't need to be out in the streets, uh, or celebrities don't need to be out in the streets when people are speaking up and they see what's going on. And it's not just black people, it's white people, it's Asian people, it's Mexican people. I've seen it myself. So I don't. I don't see why we put celebrities on this pedestal um, to come out and speak for all of us when we all have a voice ourselves and we see it ourselves too. So, yeah, Charles. Uh, yeah, I watched it a few days ago, um, and yeah, to echo what uh, Pache said, like he, like he actually addressed Don Lemon, which I loved, and then Don Lemon actually responded. I don't know if you saw Don Lemon. I did not see that. Like, oh yeah, well, oh yeah, well, yeah. I guess you're right, uh, Dave. Uh, I'm actually really glad that you uh, mentioned me in this special. I feel really uh, like I'm now uh, immortalized in a Dave Chappelle special. And like he's like, well, but technically you did do exactly what I asked you to to, to speak on it without actually speaking on it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, well, he kind of did, but but I definitely agree with Dave. I had to say, like, it's not. I don't think like people should be putting any type of like pressure on anybody else to to tweet something or say something else when there's already so much. Actually, I almost said something that no, no, didn't mean to say, but um, <laughs> like it's it's not his voice isn't. We shouldn't be looking to him for like empowerment when there's already so many other people that are actually putting in the work on the ground. Mm-hmm that are actually like doing constructive work. I don't think we should be looking to like, of course they should um, give some type of like voice of solidarity to, to us, but I don't think like we need to be villainizing anybody for not tweeting or, or not posting anything. Yeah. It's not, 
really want them to do that. Yeah, I think my favorite part of the special was how we tend to, today I saw a picture on Twitter and it was MLK and, um, is it Helen Keller? I don't think Helen, and Frank. I'm okay. And Frank and um, what's the name of the really old lady on TV? Oh, um, really? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it was basically saying that they all like are the same age. Like if they all lived from the from the view. Yeah, from the view. From the They're all born in 1929. They're all the same mm-hmm. age, basically, and that's what was my favorite thing about the special is how he reminded us that hey, like racism isn't. Like all the fucked up shit that has happened that they tell us is in the past is not that far ago. Like his grand, his great grandfather, who his dad called his wife when he was dying, was just three generations away. It's not that mm-hmm. far away. It's actually people that we have these real connections to every single day who went through the Brown versus Board Education versus uh, who went through all these things, the Rodney King situation. Like these people are just not that far removed. And I think constantly, at least when I moved here and I, I started reading U.S. history in school, I always felt like, oh shit, this was like the 1940s. That's so far, like that's so far. It's not even recent at all, but it's not. It is very recent. In the scope of things, it's yesterday, you know, and we tend to just pick out these parts of history that we like to move on in life with and, and hail as the right way to do things just because it fits the narrative. And that's an issue. We need to just look at all the things in scope. Um, and obviously the part of him talking about how celebrities should not be hailed as these loudspeakers um, for, for the black community, I, I, I agree with that. Very recently, Apache attested that a friend of mine was asking me about, like, what, what's Hove doing about all of this? And I think you and I were talking about it before this started. But, like, sometimes the things that you're doing behind the scenes is more important than you coming to stand on the podium and giving a speech. You know, it, it, I don't think those things necessarily add any value. I, it, has, it has some value, but it's not the most important thing. I mean, if you're working on prison reform and you're really actively changing people's lives, your tweet is not more important than you working on prison reform. Taking McMill, for instance, or setting up bail funds for people who are arrested and just donating millions of dollars to it so that people get bail money. Like, that's more important than you tweeting right now. I'm sorry, I don't care about your tweet. If you're doing some real work, that's more important. Um, and I think that's all kind of leaked into the whole J. Cole no-name thing is, is that no-name, just like a lot of people on the timeline, expect tweets from people. And I get it. He has a big flat platform. He has a lot of fans, a very diverse group of fans. So maybe he might be able to convince one of his fans who's fucked up to look at things differently. But at the same time, we don't know what Cole's doing behind the scenes just because he's not broadcasting it doesn't mean that he's not doing anything, first of all. And secondly, like, he is actually actively protesting out there. You know, he's actually in the streets. There are multiple, you know, pieces of evidence that supports that fact. And so, I'm sorry, but that tweet from Cole is not going to really matter or mean anything. And same with Kendrick. And I made a joke earlier today in the group chat too, like with Drake too, like he's donating money. He's just not out there in the streets, like doing shit. 
And that's also a form of protest, in my opinion. Um, with the song, I'll let y'all tell me what you think about the song, and then I'll, I'll say what I think too. But um, with the song, it's a whole different thing. What did y'all think about the song? I go first, Charles. Stay. Oh, me, man. So, first of all, <laughs> I listened to it because, you know, I was out being a little general last night. So, you know, first things first, J. Cole fan. He was J. Cole fan. I was like, oh, J. Cole dropped. Yes, let's go. <laughs> so, I didn't really, like, digest it until, like, I um, woke up this morning before work and I was just, like, had it on repeat, just listening to it, just listening to it. And, you know, you see all the shit on Twitter before actually, like, really digesting it. So, for me, it was because Cole does this all the time. Cole, Cole has a way of um saying things uh that makes it controversial which is one of the things i love and I'll, the, one of the things i love about this whole situation uh, so for me i took it as everybody he sees him as like all right this college educated rapper so he should know everything there is to know about it in the book but in the song he admits like he doesn't know a whole he doesn't know a whole lot of shit no name i went through her shit i was like damn she's really educated on some shit I think that's what he was trying to get at, um, that she's a very educated woman, black woman at that. And um, instead of belittling him, like educate him, like put him on. Don't like belittle him, bring him up to your level. If there's some shit that you know and that you feel some type of way, you can educate Cole. I feel like he's um, open to criticism. He's open to learning. Um, that's him. But people, I think people took like certain pieces of the song or bars and they're like, oh, this is disrespectful. He's coming for a black woman. He's saying she shouldn't say all this. I don't think he was trying to, he didn't come at it in that aspect. Um, but that's just, that's just how I saw it from him. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Nate and I were actually talking about it before we started recording. Uh, we actually have a lot of the same uh, opinions. And like, I, I only listened to it one time today. And I took about the, the same, um, the same meaning as, as you did. Like uh, he's trying to big her up, if anything, and he's trying to he's he's like uh, humanizing himself and saying, like, "I don't know all the right things to say. I don't know all the right things to do. I'm just like y'all, and I'm, I want like to to be educated." Uh-huh. And um, but now, <laughs> when I went back and looked at like some of the lyrics, he kind of did say like some shit that could be mis- misconstrued. Yeah. Like, like he was talking about, like, oh, I don't like the, your tone, or like, she's mad at this, she's mad at that, she's mad at uh, anything else, and like, so I could, I could definitely see how it could be misconstrued to like feel like, oh, he's just talking about an angry black woman, or he's yeah. not putting in the legwork to read on his own. Mm-hmm. But I think if you really listen to the song, like, like actually put aside any other preconceived notions, then you'd understand that he's he's trying to. He's trying to learn. He's trying to like be more productive with his voice. Like he said, like I wish I knew what to do, what more I could do. Like yeah. please teach me. Like that's pretty much it. But people were like, oh, well, he's talking bad about her. And I, I, I didn't really see that, but I can see how it can be misinterpreted. Yeah, I uh, I listened to it a couple times yesterday. I haven't listened to it today, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> And yesterday when I listened, you know, same thing. I'm listening to it with my bias and my my lens because most of the times that's how I listen to music the first time. And all I heard is a man who felt like, you know, he was he was belittled by someone else instead of just being taught by someone else. 
That's what yeah. I And then today happened, and then the timeline went crazy. And then I spoke <laughs> with multiple black women. Um, Kayla, for instance, you know, she had a very interesting perspective about that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I took a nap, and then I woke up. And Charles and I were talking about it, and we were reading through the lyrics. Um, and I think I understand the perspective of like black women feeling like yo fam it's not my fucking job to educate you like you are supposed to educate yourself you're supposed to do the work and know the shit because i felt i feel the same way with white people when they come to me and say hey what book should i read what movie should i watch how do i educate myself so fam it's not my fucking job do your fucking job learn the shit and we're good so don't come to me and say, hey, I'm belittling you. And then now teach me to some shit. And, and you, because you don't know, you're upset with my tone, which is what um, our friend was saying in the other group chat. I don't, I don't know yeah. if I'm saying her name here. But yeah, so it's... I'll uh, say I, it. My homegirl Anya was saying that. Better, <laughs> better, I had a nice little take from her, so I wanted to hear her perspective. Yeah, so I, I, I understand all of that. I, I I'm I'm very glad for the different perspectives. I think it's very important because like the three of us are three men who love J. Cole and we just listen to the song like, yo, that's fire. Like he just wants to learn some shit. Like, yes, he does, but you know, that and also the timing. The timing is another thing that I saw on the timeline that people were complaining about. And I agree with it, is that yo, fam, a black woman just fucking died like a couple of days ago. And yeah. another black woman is dead. There's no justice for it. Now you want to talk about how niggas are talking to you, like fam. Show the fuck out. So I get it. But I also know J. Cole probably did not mean it that way. He didn't yes. he, he didn't mean it yeah. maliciously at all. He just wants to learn. And there's a part in the song that I, I was reading earlier. It said, uh, um, so when I see nice, no, but shit, it's something about the Queen's tone that's bothering me. That part is like oh, shit. I can dead. see why people see that's a condescending, <laughs> a condescending type tone. Well, yeah, I can see that. The fucking room. <laughs> um, it says she strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in a conscious environment with parents that know about the struggle for liberation, and in turn they provide her with a perspective and awareness. That is the part I was going to use in my argument for Anya. <laughs> I was going to be like, yo, this wait, wait, is wait, what I was gonna use that, but uh, again, read the line again. Read the line again. Uh, it says, um, "She strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in a conscious environment with parents that know about the struggle for liberation, and in turn, they provide her with a perspective and awareness of a system and the unfairness that inflicts them, and the clearest understanding of what we do, we got to do to be free." And when I started reading, I started thinking about J. Cole's life and how, like. Completely, he completely grew up, with, completely grew up completely with different mom. from how No Name grew up. Yeah, No, no Name grew up on the south side of Chicago yep. with both of her parents, yep. black parents. Yep. J. Cole grew up with a white mother. Yep. How is a white mother supposed to teach this mixed child about Everything. what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And I was going to yeah. use that in my argument, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to let Anya have this because there's just some, some arguments you just need. There's no need to like press it on. So I just want to hear her perspective on it. But as soon as I read that bar, I was like, they grew up completely different. Yeah. The perspectives are different. Like Cole, Cole, Cole is more like me in the sense that we're constantly learning about black shit because we Mm -hmm. didn't grow up learning black shit. I think that's, that's the case for a lot of black people as well. Like Mm -hmm. you don't know a lot of shit about blackness, right? Unless you grew up in a family 
that like your grandfather, your dad was probably in the Black Panther movement. He just knows shit and he just teaches you shit every day. You don't know. Like I learned about institutional racism like maybe four years ago. Like I'm still learning about all of this. And I feel like Cole's also in the same boat. And I think when he says he scrolls her timeline and he sees all this shit, it's like, yo, she's really smart because she knows what yeah. she's talking about. However, the way he approached it, yeah, it's a little... Yeah, he actually yeah. did go kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm reading some more of the lyrics. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I understand both sides. I just think that it could have been... It could have been handled differently. I, I like that Cole rapped because he's a rapper and he has to go to the booth to just say how he feels. Yeah. I would have just, if I was Cole, I would have avoided all this shit and just called No Name. <laughs> like, yeah. But you know, but everybody acts like, but like this right. is, as like a Cole fan, this is what Cole does, though. Yeah, yeah, he does. No, I get it. Different. Yeah, he did it with Wale, he does it with Kanye, he's done it with Hove before. I get it. I'm just saying that the time, man, the time is not, the time is poor. This is not the best time to do that, right? Like, right now is not the best time to do that. So I get it, because now, We've taken a whole day and, and shifted our focus from everything else just on No Name and J. Cole. Like, that's what is on the timeline all day. No one's talking about anything else. Yes, obviously, there's some Black Lives Matter and shit like that going on. But ma majority of the people are talking about No Name and J. Cole. So now you've just taken away from a moment instead of like... And he's opened a conversation about this, I think. I think people are having interesting conversations about it. So, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yo, fam, just call her. We'll deal with this shit at a better time. And who knows? Maybe he probably called her last week and they talked about this. He just wanted to release the record. We don't know. But from what we're seeing, I personally think bad timing. And there are some things there that will trigger people, which... Yeah. So if, you don't, if you don't I might take... I be like, retracting some of my statements, honestly, because I've been doing this for a long time. I, I don't think, like... I and now when he's lyrics, he kind of was kind of... He was kind of out of pocket. Yeah, like the part where he says, and the frustration that fills her words seems to come from the fact that most people don't see. Just because you woke and I'm not, that shit and no reason to talk like you're better than me. <laughs> he said, fuck is the point of you preaching a message to those that already believe what you believe. I'm off on fuck a retweet. Most people is she. Yeah, like what? But you're like, you're like really going in on her. Kind of out of pocket. I, I mean, really, his, his message, but he's kind of out of pocket. Yeah, I get what he's telling you. Read it in, though. I mean, Cole's rapping it in a very mellow voice. So obviously, it's not like that. But imagine, just like you already are very hype. Ten, like you, 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 you're hyper about everything that's happening right now. And then you wake up and you hear that, and you hear that, you feel away. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's just. The lyrics, I think it's everything that's happening plus the lyrics that's making people feel away. And I get that. Listen, I want to defend Cole to the death, and I, I will <laughs> defend him to the death. I just think that... You know me, I, I defend Cole to the death. <laughs> I mean, like, I just see it in a different light, and I, I just why I want to hear other people's perspective. That's why I didn't, like, that's why I didn't go, I didn't even respond. I just let Anya, like, give her perspective. And I, and I understand it. As a black woman, yes, I understand. I completely understand where she's coming from. But I don't think he, uh, like I said... People are picking out certain bars instead of like the whole thing as a whole, mm -hmm. um, and that's where like the issue comes in. Because she even mentioned something about um, where he needs to start treating people like children. Yeah, I'm like people like children, understanding of the time and love, patience, 
the need for, okay, I'm about to mess up that. If I could make one suggestion. If I could make one more suggestion respectively, I would say it's more effective to treat people like children, understanding the time and love patients that needed to grow. Yeah, and she thought that, I think she took that in uh, in a different way. I'm sorry, I'm using Anya, but like this is the one I had a conversation with. Like I've, I've heard that like reference before. Sometimes you gotta even treat adults like children. So like, you know, um, groom them and feed them, even though, even though they quote unquote are adults, you got to groom them and feed them with knowledge and treat them as, as children, you know, like show them this is the path, the way to go. Even though the whole black woman shouldn't have to educate you thing, um, some black women feel like that. I, but I feel like as a black community as a whole, like we should always be willing to like educate each other, black man or woman. Um, I feel like that's the only way we grow. And he, I think he mentions, he mentions that um, like mm -hmm. 200 years of slavery, like we're always, we've always been behind. Why don't we catch each other up or something? Yeah, I just fucked up that verse. Yeah, I did. I did. No, I fucked up the verse and I was reading it back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was like I just missed a whole bunch of like commas and I just read. So basically, yeah, he was he was saying like you got to treat people, which I could see why people attack him for this because he was saying people like you have to talk to us like we're kids because we don't understand. But then I I could see people be like, oh, why you got why we got to teach you like you're a kid, you're a grown man, you should be doing yeah. That's not what he, I've so, heard that phrase before. Yeah. Sometimes you got to treat people like kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's At the end, he says, but damn, why I feel faker than snow on the bluff? Well, maybe because I'm deep down, I know I ain't doing enough. So he, 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 he that's, that's when I listened to it, that's the part that stood out to me. Yeah. He's, he's acceptable. He started off with saying, I'm not as smart as you think. And then he ends it with, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. That's, that's the only two parts that like, I really, that's, that stuck with me. Yeah, it definitely feels like he felt he, he's been feeling a way. And that was what Anya was also saying. He's been feeling a way. And then this happened. And then it triggered all the emotions. And he went to the booth and just spat how he yeah. felt, which I respect, honest, all of that. But Anya was saying that, yo, fam, you're projecting on the wrong person. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you feel a way. Maybe you should, in, like, your internal feelings should be dealt in a more healthy way instead of you coming in and just going off on a black woman, just like fam. Sit with someone, have a conversation instead of going to the booth and just projecting all you how you feel on everyone else. So I get, I get both sides. I just think, yeah. personally, I think timing was poor. There are some bars that trigger things, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's good because it's opened up a conversation. Like I never actually had any of this conversation with anyone before till today. So I appreciate that part of everything that's happening, and I hope no name doesn't completely get upset with Cole and never fucks on him again because I would love for both of them to like do something like, together. Yeah. So yeah. Um that was great. but yeah speaking of entertainment basketball's coming back. We think <laughs> we think I mean niggas don't want to play so we'll have some G League players playing. No no there's some there's, there's some NBA there's some NBA players who think like who believe actually believe like this whole the social injustice or just systemic racism is like bigger than basketball right now. So some people just don't want to come back and play, which I, which I understand. I completely understand if you don't. Um, so I feel like if that happens, I feel like the NBA as a cancel should, as a whole should be canceled. Um, Cause we all know there's hella black players in the NBA. Um, and I think that black just. Black 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 NBA. <laughs> yeah. But we, we will see. Uh, I feel like the NBA has been very vocal about a lot of the shit that's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, black or white, even Adam Silver. I feel like 
they've handled it to like the best degree they can. Um, not so much the NFL, <laughs> the NFL, but um, yeah. Okay, Chuck, how you feel? Yeah. Nailed on the head. Well, I was thinking earlier because uh, I was just watching um, Skip and Shannon talk about how the NBA are trying to use their platform to um, to bring um, attention to the, to the to the problem at hand, but like. The same thing. I think they. I don't know if it was with Eric Gardner or um, one of the countless other people that died unjustly. They had like the "I can't breathe" shirt that everybody was wearing in the shoot arounds, mm-hmm. but then they just take them off and then get to the, get to the game like business as usual. Because it's like I appreciate you, um, like realizing or addressing the problem at hand, but unless there's like constructive um change or like you guys are like gonna be donating a certain amount of revenue to a, an organization or just out a third like i don't like you just saying like oh we see you isn't really enough for me like I don't, i'm not really rocking with that but i guess it's appreciated yeah i mean um i i'm the same way the nba clearly as the more progressive of all the sports in America. Um, today, soccer came back, the EPL came back, and right before the game, they kneel for 15 seconds, and then they, they're doing water breaks now because the players are not as fit as they would be, so they do water breaks, and then after a water break, they do the kneeling for 15 seconds. And I was like, oh, that's... Initially, I was like, that's pretty cool to watch. And then the second time it happened, I was like, okay, b- but what does this mean? You know, all the players got Black Lives Matter as their names on their backs instead of, like, their real name. They've got these patches with Black Lives Matter. The NHS and the UK is not funded properly, so they got the NHS badges and, like, they're supporting people working for COVID. But it's like, how, is this actually affecting people's lives? Like, are we just showing shit to say, hey, we stand with you, keep going, or would like, actively helping? And I saw a lot of people tweet about how, like, hey, maybe we should sell those jerseys and then donate the money to causes that are helping. And I was thinking about how that would apply to the NBA. Like, instead of the Lakers having LeBron's name, okay, Black Lives Matter, you sell those jerseys, you donate the money. Or what I was saying earlier, for instance, like, for every 10 million viewers of an NBA game, because niggas are going to watch basketball. We miss basketball too much to not watch. For every ten million, we're gonna donate a million dollars um, to like an active cause that is helping eradicate, you know, racism and its effects on Black people. Um, so yeah, I, I, there's so many things you could do, but like you said, I don't want niggas just wearing a T-shirt saying "I can't breathe" and then they go in, they play basketball, and then they go back to the hotel and watch Black Widow without me. Like, nah, I'm gonna need <laughs> you to do more. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to do more than just that. So. And I also know Adam Silver is very smart and he very rarely gets it wrong. So maybe they've thought about all these things, but personally as a basketball fan and a guy who wants to see his Lakers win a championship this year, it would be great if they actually also attached some form of real, you know, impact to that, which would affect people's lives in a much more positive way. So that's how I feel about that. 
Yeah. You ever got anything else? I um, I mean, not really. I mean, the only like I've seen a couple of players come out, seen Dwight come out, LeBron been very vocal. Kyrie's even talked about like sitting like ending his career for like social reform. Yeah. Um I, I think that's that's huge. Um, my uh what's her name? Um Maya Moore Maya Moore retired early to you know, I feel like that's that's huge, especially um and she was supposed to be a goat in basketball, so she retired early mm-hmm. just, you know, for something more important, bigger than her. So that's cool to see. Um we can talk about the the NFL. How y'all feel about Mr. Mr. Goodell finally supporting Cap? Hmm. Mad there's no football guys in here. Cause I talk my shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I can to be honest, but I saw on Twitter and it's just, I think it's just funny now. Like that's it. Just goes like to to show with this whole NBA shit. Like people are just doing shit to, to save face. Like they're saying like, oh well, we can't be the one company that isn't doing anything. So like, I guess we ought to say, oh, I guess Black Lives we do matter. You guys are right. Uh, we stand with you guys. But, like you're not really doing nothing besides fucking what blacking out your screen for a few seconds or putting up a an ad or some like there's not any like real world impact with you just saying that well, we stand with you but we're gonna go back to business as normal next week well they're actively trying to get cap signed um i've read multiple reports of the Chargers being interested which i'm buying the Chargers jersey that shit was already fucking fire and now they're gonna sign cap yes i'm copping the jersey and it probably is bullshit, but it would be cool <laughs> if they did sign him. Um, but yeah, the NFL, it's been really interesting in the past week because Patrick Mahomes organized the whole NFL got to do some shit about it, which got Goodell shook because Mahomes at this moment is the future of the NFL. Like, uh, yep. yeah, <laughs> dog. so like if he says, hey, we move in this way, like. We are moving that way. And I think that was a lot of people's argument, really, with the whole, like, why is it that Cap is the only one kneeling? Like, if Brady, which I didn't expect him to, or Rodgers, or any of the big quarterbacks who had taken a knee with him, this entire conversation is different. And how we look at it is different. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool that, one, we have elite black quarterbacks right now. Um, you know, him, uh, uh, Mahomes, Deshaun, Lamar, um, Russell, you know, we have elite quarterbacks that are pushing for some real change in the NFL. I respect that. I love that that's happening. Um, And I think that would help with the NFL shifting its focus onto doing some real shit and and affecting some real lives. I don't think the NFL will because they never really gave a fuck. They don't have a track record of giving over over. I saw there was a report over over the next, what, 10 years. They're investing like 250 mil for like, yeah, Yeah, I think they have a a partnership with reform meeks thing. Uh, So that money is going to prison reform and things like that and inspire change and, Things like that, but at some point, like it's like, hey, we're gonna throw money at this problem that we kind of perpetuate to an extent. You know mm-hmm. how like big oil companies would be like, hey, we donated two million dollars to clean energy, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like oh, <laughs> but they make oh. billions of money about the room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll give you this one. So it's it feels people doing what we don't. <laughs> Yeah, it feels very PR-ish, and that's been, like, the thing that I've had a problem with, really, with the NFL and Jay-Z's partnership, 
but um, maybe I'm just projecting. Um, it, it feels like they could do more and they should do more. And maybe with, with Mahomes and all those guys stepping up, like, yo, fam, all, really, everyone in that video is like a top 20 player in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, if those guys are being loud and if they decide, like, yo, fuck it, if you don't do something, we're going to sit down. Like, <laughs> the NFL has to do something. I would love to see that. Yeah. And, and then I think that's what Kyrie is also saying. It's like, yo, we got to see some real shit. Well, I'm not playing. I know I got some niggas that don't want to play too, you know? Um, so, yeah, we'll see how all of that goes. I am hoping that there's something positive that comes out of all of this. Um, and, and I'm loving how the conversation is just, I think last week I said it, it's just like, you know, branching off into all these different things mm-hmm. now. It's like, how do we... Yeah, like- uh, NASCAR got rid of the Confederate flags too, huh? Oh, shit. But I didn't even know they were still able to do that. Until now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Marines got rid of the Confederate flag. Crazy. Ago. The Marines, the U.S. Marines, like, a branch of security in this country just said, hey, I just don't get, I, I'm going to need someone to explain this whole Confederate flag thing to me. Cause if like, in, in, in literally of, treason? yeah, in a lot of African <laughs> countries, like there was actually coup d'etats that overthrew countries, uh, overthrew governments. And then a new person becomes the leader of the country. And he's a dictator and he's mm-hmm. a dickhead. And that's just the way it is. And if you fail at that, they fucking kill you. Like the government oh, yeah. executes you to make an example <laughs> to everyone else to know like, yo, stop fucking with democracy. You know? Damn. Obviously, there were a lot of coup d'etats that were funded by the CIA. That's a long story. We'll get to that someday. But right now, it's like... Why are we celebrating this thing of actual treason? Like, they tried to break up the union. They mm-hmm. failed. It lasted five years. And, like, for some reason, it's like heritage. And it's a part of our. <laughs> this is my history. This is my tradition. <laughs> what are you fucking. And it even fucking upsets me. Yesterday, I, I went to dinner at Abby's. She said, What's up, Pache? I went to dinner at Abby's. And what do you do, Abby? Yeah, we were talking about this entire thing. And she was like, I don't get people from West Virginia who have that. It's like, yo, we seceded from mm-hmm. Virginia because they were trying to break up the fucking country. It's like... What's I, even funnier is when they have the Confederate flag next to the American flag on the, on the back of their truck. Like, contradiction. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck they find. It's like, this is my history when the Confederacy was only like a, a few years. Like, what history are you celebrating? Like, when there's it's, you're talking about that few year period when you all try to break away, like that's or what history oh, are you trying to celebrate? Yeah. Like we all trying to keep the slaves and like, oh no, it's about uh, states' rights. Like okay, <laughs> states' rights, but they also wanted to keep slaves, but we don't talk about that that much. But like, what the hell? I just don't get it because other things like yo fam, you could have never had a better position to win this war. Like half of of Lincoln's cabinet were against him. Like, he actually picked his cabinet to balance mm. ideas, so he picked half that were not fucking with him and half that fucked with him. So you could have not had a better advocate to win this fucking war, and then you lost anyway. So what the lost. fuck? And then you still have fucking schools named after your generals or statues. It's like, the niggas lost. <laughs> 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 what does it mean? They failed. 
They blew a three. It was a great general. Like y'all fucking blew a three. Hey, what are y'all praising now? They lost. Fuck the Confederacy, man. Fuck it's crazy. Like a lot of like a lot of things. Like even the whole Aunt Jemima shit is just it's crazy too. Yeah. I've actually, <laughs> I actually don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Hit me, hit me on that. Go ahead, Charles. Okay, well. From what I saw, I, I saw a few things on Twitter, but apparently, like, Jemima was, like, what they would call, are you familiar with the term, like, mammy? Like, uh, uh no. Go ahead. So, like, it would be like, like, have you seen uh, The Help? I don't know if yeah. that, that's, I don't know if that was that time period, but it's basically, like, they would have black, older black women, like, raise their, like, the little white kids. Mm-hmm. And, like a uh, nanny. Instead of, like, the, yeah. But they would call them, like, your mammy. And so I guess Je- Jemima was like a term for a uh, mammy. I don't know if that's actually correct or not, but I think that's what I read. And so like an Aunt Jemima, and then, and then I don't know if it was, it used to be like a blackface character or what? I'm not what I saw was that, that a slave owner took his like slave and then made her the... Yeah, she was like the poster child of like yeah. of the Aunt Jemima brand. Yeah. I thought I guess wait a minute, now they're canceling it now or they're changing the name. I guess Pepsi just today <laughs> for some they're reason. Retire, they're retiring the face. <laughs> they're retiring her face. Pepsi in twenty twenty were like, wait, 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 guys, we're <laughs> fucking up. We're fucking up. This is wrong. Like, see, niggas, when I go to the fucking, when I, I get this here all the time, I used to, like, as a little kid, I'd be like, yo, why is she on? I feel like this is racist. I feel like there's something. <laughs> like, even before this shit happened, I'm like, there's something not right about this. But, I mean, they're finally, I guess, I guess better late than never, I guess. I don't fucking know. But, I mean, there's just, a lot of, like, like low-key racist shit in society, but we don't really talk about it. Like, what Deontay brought up the other day about picnics and or, uh, yeah. In terms of the, the peanut gallery, that's that's racist. Like, there's a lot of like Loki racist shit that you just don't know. But hold on, what's on the that one, that one, You ever like people say like, oh, well, there's a, hear a lot of chatter coming from the peanut gallery over there. You ever ever heard anybody use that phrase? Somebody use that, that phrase. Guy? Somebody use that phrase out here. It was me and three dudes sitting on a couch because they're playing a game. They call us the peanut gallery. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That 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 hockey racist. Back in the day, back in the day, in like theaters, whenever you go to a show, there would be the the rich seats are down at the at the near the stage at the uh, on the floor, but up on the on the upper deck on the on the balcony seats, that would be called the the peanut gallery because it's the tickets were so cheap, all they could afford to eat were uh, peanuts, and that's where the black holes were. So you hear a lot of not loud noise coming from the back of the room. It's like, oh, that's the peanut gallery. Making all that noise right like there. That's, 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 that's the nigga seat. Okay. Hmm. Now I know. You know. Niggas is not safe yeah. around. <laughs> third eye, bro. Okay. So when, like, if, if, if I, my, my teachers used to say that shit all the time growing up, but I just went, like, ah, I don't know what that means yet, but now I'm like, looking back, I was like, wow, that's really IQ racist, but I'm sure they didn't know what that meant. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. A lot of shit. Okay. White people are no longer safe. Hey, look at that. Next time someone says the peanut gallery, now you know. Yeah, yeah it's just, I, I, at least, you know, sometimes I struggle with the whole don't bash people for how, just be glad that they finally changed thing. Because it's like, damn, man, like it really took you this long 
you know, but I, I don't want to not respect or appreciate the fact that people are finally, the tides are changing. You know, like, I, yeah, thank you. Thank you for, actually, no, fuck you. Racism, equality is a right. It doesn't deserve credit. Fuck you. Okay, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I respect. You came along. You changed your mind. Respect. But, yeah, just remember that we're, we're, we're fighting for tomorrow. We can't, we can't really think about the sins of the past. We're, we're fighting for a better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. And one day our, our, our kids won't be eating antimonal pancakes. And, shit. Yeah. They won't have to worry I, I, about I that. Bottle in Walmart, fuck you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of my, it's part of my childhood. No, but, um, I, I mean, you can't really be mad at it. Um, there's a lot of people that grow up way differently and more, you know, enclosed than, than we do. Um, especially in West Virginia, you, they, we both can attest to it. We've met some people that thought a certain way about black people and then they hung around us and it was a completely new world for them um, than what they were taught. Okay, I don't know how y'all did that. I mean, the way I was raised, I was just raised, you know, to get, I don't see color. Like I judge you based off your character and how you move and the vibes. Some people are just been taught. She was literally told that there's a girl, I'm not going to name drop. She was literally taught to hate black people because they've never seen black people and all the things that they've heard. That's what she told us. She came to one of my parties <laughs> when I first lived over in Lucas. That's, she was like, you guys aren't, aren't like those other black people. I was like, what do you mean like those other oh, black people? Yeah. You're a good one. You're a good house nigga. No, bitch. You just haven't seen everything but like some people are just raised like that and i feel like once you get exposed and you're around um like black people i mean like we're not made out to what you think we are yeah so i think one of my good friends grand oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one of my good friends uh his grandfather said that to me once yeah. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like oh you want to go on i'm like uh, I don't want to go home now. <laughs> I, I, I can't be here. Uh, you want to snap when you hear that. And it's like, yeah. oh my God. But it's like, if I snap, then I become that typical angry black nigga. Like, it's, I just yeah. rather people, like, I don't care when, at this point, I don't care what point you're getting into it. Like, you're understanding, like, what's going on as long as you're, like, trying to make change. I think it, it, it does no it does no harm to me. How fucking crazy is that they just like picked out like out of all the emotions they picked one and were like this is for black people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> to, to make them look scary <laughs> and to like, demonize you can express them. a full range of emotions because you're gonna be the That's what they try to paint us as we're raping white women and making us look like we eat babies and shit. That's how it, that's how it makes it easier easier to kill us. It ain't our fault that your daughters love us. That's a damn true. I bet I love them for five. You say like we we love black kids. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> like, yeah, your daughter's lovers. Why can't you? Yeah, if you love every. Yeah, yeah. Each other's life. Jeez. Fuck. Fuck. Leave a white woman alone. Yeah. Not the Nubian queen. <laughs> I love the white kind. <laughs> the pop. I like white girls more. Better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man, that's fine. 
was more better. So y'all got um, got anything else? No, I think we uh, I got nothing definitely else. uh, lagging. <laughs> 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 yeah. We'll go ahead and hit that ramp up button. Yeah, hit that ramp up. Hit ramp up. All right, man. Well, first of all, thank you two for joining me. I'm beefing with the rest of them next week when they get back. All good. All good. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. And this is another episode. We'll be back next week. Um, we love you all. Stay safe. Remember, Black Lives Matter. Um, always. Always and forever. And let's keep the good fight, man. However you're fighting, whether you're in the streets protesting or you're donating money to funds or making signs, whatever it is that you're doing, keep doing it. The fight's not over. It's not going to be over for a minute. So we need everyone to just keep going and fighting. And remember, the black problems are American problems. So to all black lives mm. matter. All lives matter. All lives cannot matter. So thank you very much for listening. Ooh, where you hear that from? Black. I was like, that's a bar. That's a nigga. You know nothing about no, that. No, you better see the type of choices. I know you didn't come up with that on the fly. Thank I came right? up with that. That's a bar. Boy. I came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't respect my pen, man. What the fuck? He on his B. Simone shit, you know. That's a topic for us. That's a nigga's going to do it. That's a topic for us. Fuck y'all niggas, man. And we're done watching and waiting while this invention called whiteness uses and abuses us, burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like oil, black gold, ghettoizing and demeaning our creations, then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. Fruit. Fruit.